Hello there. This is the Crunchy Christian Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am a master herbalist, aromatherapist, author, speaker, blogger, and veteran homeschooling mama of four. You can learn more about how I can equip you to pursue God's best naturally at my website, julienaturally.com. And now, today's show. Hey, everybody, it's Julie. I'm so glad that you've come to join me here again in the Crunchy Christian Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about seasonal allergies. In fact, we're going to spend a few episodes talking about seasonal allergies. So today I'm going to share with you a little bit about my journey, um, more detail than in the first episode, about my journey with seasonal allergies and diet in particular. Before we get started, I just want to give special thanks to Julie Naturally, the sponsor of today's show. You can visit julienaturally.com and click on Holistic Health Helps to get your free Healthy Habits Tracker. Be sure to do that. Um, the show notes for today's show are at crunchychristianpodcast.com. And make sure that you go there so that you can get your free download um, by clicking through in the notes. And today's download is a seasonal allergies report. So make sure you get that. So where do I begin with the journey with diet and seasonal allergies? Well, when I was a little girl... I often suffered with some mysterious rashes, mysterious bouts of gastrointestinal discomfort, stomach aches, and um, constipation, and um, just episodes of feeling really tired and brain fog, and I just thought that kind of stuff was normal, and I didn't really tell my parents about it because I just thought that's what everybody experiences and nobody ever asked me or anything either and probably just didn't even think I was having any issues because if I did why wouldn't I say so so I suffered with that for some years and just kind of went along and then I started to get seasonal allergies too so probably around, I don't know, 10 to 12 years old, I started to develop all those usual seasonal allergy symptoms of the runny nose and the itchy hot eyes and just the sneezing and the sneezing and the sneezing and feeling really tired out from that. And we started off by just, you know, going down to the local drugstore uh, and getting some over-the-counter um, allergy medicines. And that worked for a little while. And I just went about my business, and that was all fine. But after a couple of years, that didn't really work so well anymore. And I, my mom took me to the doctor, and they gave me some prescription uh, allergy medicines. And... Those 
prescription medicines left me with bloody noses. Um, and every fall, I would develop a sinus infection. It dried everything up, not just my nose, but it, I mean, it dried up my nose so much that I had bloody noses. Um, and, uh, and, and it, it depressed my immune system so much that I had sinus infections. So it was almost like every fall, I could just count on that. Okay, yeah, I, I don't have the sneezing fits all spring and summer, but in the fall, I'm going to have a really nasty sinus infection that is going to make my whole face hurt and my teeth hurt and my ears hurt and everything else and be stuck with that and have to take antibiotics. And then it became kind of a little bit of a routine. And that went on all during high school. And at the same time, I was continuing with the same diet. Uh, I had no idea that my issues with brain fog and my painful uh, menstrual cycles and uh, my uh, uh, just minor aches and pains and, and issues with getting lethargic in the middle of the day, I, I had no idea that any of these things might be due to food allergies. I'd never even heard of food allergies. And Never heard of anybody having allergies in my classroom or anything like that growing up. Um, that just was not something that people talked about very much. So I didn't think of that and just uh, continued to suffer until I got to college. And in college, uh, it was difficult to get those medications for um, for my allergies because... I was about three hours away from where my parents were, and they they lived in a new area where I didn't have a doctor in that area anymore, where I could just go and get the prescription. And I just suffered. I just suffered every spring and summer with those allergies instead of having any medication. And it really was debilitating. It was very hard. And I started to hear little whispers about some natural things I could do. So that by the time I was out of college and had started working, um, I had started to have some ideas about, well, okay, I really, I really don't like how I feel. And while I was in college, I had started to suffer some rheumatic pains, too, in my fingers and in my knees. And I was very upset about that, too. And I didn't want to be on drugs the rest of my life. Uh, I didn't want to suffer the side effects of that. I didn't want to be enslaved to that. I had already seen that they didn't work all that well for me and I still felt bad. And so I started looking for other ways to deal with things. And it was around that time that uh, natural, I found some natural food stores. Uh, one of them was Whole Foods, but there were some other ones around at that time too. Uh, there was a fruitful yield in our area and there was um, a wild oats market in our area. There was a few other ones too. So, <clears throat> so I did look into that and talk to some other people. College kind of does that for you sometimes. It, it can be good and bad with the exposure to other perspectives, but 
there were some other students there who also were really into healthy food and uh, healthy uh, treatments for things. And I was very interested in that. Like, well, okay. So that after college, when I had my own job and own insurance and all of that, I started to look into some of these things. So I had taken up long-distance cycling, and um, I really loved that. Uh, I did a lot of long rides. Uh, and what I mean by long rides, I mean a 100-mile in one day kind of rides. Um, and I say that because that means that I'm bent over my handlebars for long periods of time. And so I had developed uh, some pain in my neck that just would not go away. So I went to see a chiropractor and, you know, she gave me an adjustment and I was going there pretty regularly because the pain would come back and the stiffness would come back. And, um, and she told me that it, this was something that I was going to need to come for regular treatments for. And so I was going and that was how I learned about the link between the diet I had grown up on and my seasonal allergies and the fact that all those symptoms that I had had as a child were actually symptoms that I was eating things that were being harmful to my body. Now, it wasn't my parents' fault. They didn't know. And in fact, like I said, food allergies just wasn't a thing at that time. It's not like now where, you know, peanut allergy is all over the schools and everybody's aware of peanut allergies and um, and other kinds of allergies. People, people didn't know about things like that at that time. And so, you know, I just was never checked. It was never even thought of. But I learned about this and I got myself tested and I found out that <laughs> I actually took two tests for this. Uh, and I found out that I was allergic to a lot of things. I mean, a lot of things. It was over 50 different things. It included cat dander and mouse dander and mold and all kinds of trees and grass and uh, insects and lots and lots of different kinds of foods, which included most of the top eight allergens. And I just looked at the uh, doctor and I was like, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? How am I going to live with this? This is just horrible. This is why I've been feeling like this, but how am I going to do anything about this? This is, this is terrible. I don't, and I don't want to be coming in here every week for shots. And because I didn't want to do the shots, he laughed at me and gave me some pamphlets and walked me out the door. And he's like, well, you know, good luck. And I just, I was devastated. I cried so much because it was just horrible. How, how was I going to manage eating and living when it seemed like everything around me was causing me to be irritated all the time. It was causing me so much inflammation, so much, so many symptoms. There were so many other uh, body problems that I was having, not just gastrointestinal and the brain fog and, and headaches and the um, the, the skin problems and the menstrual problems and the joint pain and the, I mean, it, it was, it, there were so many things, but I, 
I thought about it. I was like, well, I have to do something. And so I started to do the research and I found out that what I was eating was actually damaging my gut. And how that works is that the food proteins irritate the gut lining. Now, remember in the last episode, I talked about how seeds always have to be soaked. Um, Seeds have to be soaked because the plants naturally want to reproduce, of course, and they don't want the seeds to be easily destroyed. So the seeds are packaged such that um, they resist being digested. And uh, in fact, they have chemicals uh, on the seed coating that can only be inactivated by sprouting. So of course, those are all the seed type foods that we like to eat. Wheat, corn, barley, um, rye, um, all the dried beans that we like to eat, and some of the pseudo grains too. But mostly those main grains that we like to eat cause those irritations. Now for most of us, our most people, their gut will heal up though that damage very quickly and they don't really feel much effects and they don't develop allergies and and it's not a big problem for them or they just they don't eat as much bread or they don't um or they don't eat bread that's really high in gluten maybe maybe they live in a part of the world where they don't have artificially uh bread wheat that has a high gluten content or they eat a lot of sourdough Uh, Because sourdough, natural, traditional sourdough bread is made from uh, sprouted wheat kernels and not the just ground up wheat kernels. But anyway, um, some people are able to heal from that quickly. But there are some people that, like myself, others, who have a genetically determined... um, difficulty with healing from that damage and the constant irritation of that and the difficulty with healing the damage makes holes where the food proteins can pass through and of course because it's not completely digested um, and because the molecules are quite large they're not amino acids uh, chains like If it was completely broken down, it would be. Instead, it's uh, protein molecules, which the body sees as the protein molecules of some foreign invader. Um, Viruses are wrapped in a protein coat uh, or a fat coat, a lipid coat. So it would see it as that, and it would attack it as though it were some foreign invader. And, you know, enough of that, and and like me, an allergy develops against that food, and not only against that food, but other look-alike foods that have similar protein structures. And that's what had happened with me. And that had just, uh, it had just grown and grown from there so that um, it, it, it wasn't just that one food anymore. Now it was all kinds of stuff that had similar structure. Such that I was in danger of developing an autoimmune disorder, which my mother does have. So I am genetically predisposed to that. And I really, really did not want to develop that because 
once you have an autoimmune condition, you never heal from that. It's only suppressing symptoms or putting it into remission. There's no healing from that. So I really didn't want that. So I did do what needed to be done, um, which was not easy. It's a simple protocol, but it was not easy, I will say. I had to eliminate all those foods from my diet. Some of them only temporarily, and some of them permanently. Uh, and that was really hard um, because the American diet is made up of so few foods, really. Um, it's concentrated around six main types of food, uh, just six. And there are thousands of edible foods in the world. But the American diet is centered around only six. And so I had to figure out how to cook. I had not learned to cook. I, I had to learn how to cook. I had to learn how to read labels. I had to uh, figure out how to follow an elimination diet. And then after that period of time was over, I had to learn how to rotate my foods by food, by plant family. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, and uh, so that there was enough variety that I didn't develop more allergies or become s sensitive to foods again that I had been able to reintroduce into my diet. I also did um, some other things that were helpful, like uh, I did do a detox. So during that time when I uh, wasn't eating those foods, I did do some other things. I did a little uh, short fast and I did take some other things that helped uh, my body to detox. And that detox was really rough. I, I almost lost my job because this detox, to be honest, I could not remember what somebody said to me five minutes before. It was really rough. Um, I don't recommend doing cold turkey like I did. And um, just doing this dramatic, radical switch from a processed foods diet to a whole foods diet, it really can be very rough, um, especially if you are older or if you have a weakened system, uh, it, it, it can really be very rough. So um, please seek medical advice on that if that is you. And, um, you know, as I say on my show page, everything that I share here is my personal story. Uh, it's not medical advice. So um, just keep that in mind. And, of course, as I said, I moved to a whole foods diet. It had to be a whole foods diet because everything that is in those processed foods I was allergic to. Um, I could not even believe, I could not believe how many foods had corn syrup. I just could not believe that. And how many things were made from wheat flour. Um, it, it was just unbelievable. And there are a lot of other things that actually mean corn. So anything that ends in os, like maltose, dextrose, those kinds of things are all, they, they all come from corn. Uh, and soybean, 
is another one. Soybean oil. It doesn't have to be soy beans or soy flour. It it can be soybean oil, which that is another one that is a big allergy uh, um, food. So, um, so I did that and I had to concentrate on healing up my gut. And as I mentioned, this is a, this is a genetic issue for me and it's a genetic issue for a lot of people. Uh, It can be a hidden problem that is the root of so many other health problems that people encounter. Hidden allergies can go on for years and years and produce a lot of different health problems. I knew that I had this issue and I uh, found healing through um, diet and some supplementary things. Uh, I, if I'm overly exposed to some of these same uh, seasonal allergy issues, I, I, it does make my nose twitch a little bit. But for the most part, the seasonal allergies are gone. Um, but I have to be really good about the food allergies if I want to stay free of the seasonal allergies. So that's the link there. And I know that it's genetic uh, because my children, all four of them, have the same allergies, the same food allergies. And my, my two sons have the addition of the seasonal allergies and um, some, one of my sons also has some of the chemical issues, chemical allergy issues that I have had. Um, and that's because his allergies were diagnosed much later than the rest of the children. But um, my youngest, my son, he had, um, he had shown seasonal allergies and food allergies very early on. And we address the food allergies, and over the years, the seasonal allergies have faded. They're not completely gone, but he used to get marble-sized inflammation underneath underneath his eyes, uh, in that you know the little um, that little area on on the bottom eyelid there. He, it would it was it was blue. It was it was so it was so bad. It made me so sad and upset to see that. And, and, you know, we did use some different herbs and things like that to help him over the years. Um, But he's 13 now, and he is mostly allergy-free. He's very strict with his food allergies. So um, I, I hope that my story is helpful to you and an encouragement to you in um, how I was able to see the link between my diet and the seasonal allergies that I suffered from for so long and through some <laughs> some accidental occurrences, I would call it more providential uh, circumstances, I found something that helped me a great deal and helped my children a great deal so that the suffering has been greatly reduced such that it's it it it's practically not even there. So I hope that's been a help to you and that's all for today. 
Um, don't forget to get your free healthy habits tracker at julienaturally.com. And don't forget to take a look at the show notes so you can get your seasonal allergies report. Connect with me on Facebook at Julie Naturally. And we'll see you next week when we talk some more about seasonal allergies. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Show notes for today's broadcast can be found at crunchychristianpodcast.com. Hit the subscribe button now so you can join me next week. Until then, remember all you need is God, people, and growing things. God bless. God bless.